Yo, 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 PPT episode number 72. What's going on? Weekend preview number three. We're already three weeks into the Premier League season. Jeez, it's moving. It's moving and the window's getting closer by the day. The end of the window. Next week's going to be a good week. Lots to talk about. End of the transfer window. Champions League draws. Um... Yeah, and of course the the weekend game. So lots and lots to talk about. I'm sure a lot of crazy stuff's gonna happen between now and then. How's how's everything going? You ready for the week number three? Looking forward to it, man. Got the schedule pulled up now, and I am looking forward to talking about some of these matchups. One hundred percent. Absolutely. But before we get into that, recap our scores for last week. We're gonna put points up this week. So let's see where we're at. After two weeks, we have finally got our first bullseye in match day two, with me hitting a perfect two to one forest over Sheffield. Out of the goal scores for the both of us, we only got one each. I got Matoma, you got Salah, which we'll be talking about Salah here in a little bit. Uh, but the games were really good. Brian, you hit five points on the game's total. Didn't hit a bullseye, but you missed on the United, the Newcastle game, the Chelsea game. I missed on the Chelsea game and the United game as well. Um, The bullseye kind of separated it. Nine total points from game points for me. Um, I had one goal score that equated to 10. You had a total of seven. And you hit on a prop bet on which you got the over for goals in the pool Bournemouth game. Uh, So you got the first prop bet of the year. I got the first bullseye of the year. The current points after two weeks is 18 points for me, 14 for you. Yep, so close. Anything within six points is pretty close. Oh, yeah. Round could be made up quick. Two bullseyes. Two bullseyes, and that's all it takes. So, yeah, I think we had had some swings last year. I think where I was up six and you came back, you were up six, I came back. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's anything within six. I'm cool. It's early. It's early. It's early. All it takes is a couple bullseyes, and then I'm in the lead. So let's do it. And here's the best part about the picks that we get to have with the bullseyes, and it's early in the season. You know what the best part is, Brian? There's no injuries in this situation. You know I don't got to worry about that, brother. Unless you go down with the flu or something, you can still get your picks in. Yes. Injuries don't play a role here in, in this point system, brother. Absolutely. I like that hat, by the way. Um, oh yeah, I'll send you the link where you can get an uh, yeah. Arsenal one. Oh really? Yeah, please. Yeah. I don't. I don't have a good Arsenal hat at all. I don't really like them. For real? I haven't seen one like that. But if there's an Arsenal one like that, I'll, I'll definitely buy it. Yeah, Just the ones sure I've seen are pretty whack. Um, all right, let's go. First game tomorrow: Chelsea at home against Luton Town. Mm-hmm. Chelsea have to win. I I don't see as as much as we make fun of them. I don't see any way they lose this game. Luton Town is just in disarray. I don't even know if their stadium is ready for next week. Didn't have a game last week. They're in no type of rhythm at all. They did play okay in Brighton, but what's it mean with two weeks off? I'm sure they had some friendlies here and there, but, I mean, do you see this any different for me? No, it's a joke. It's just a matter of how many goals they score. I still don't think they're fully in rhythm up front. Still question some of their actual lethalness to that attack and and so it's definitely a victory right because you, yeah. you can't not win this game so you gotta uh, bang in goals in this game too you can't just pull a one out one nothing and be happy it's at home 
you got to put in more than two goals. And that was going to be the first question I posed to you, my good sir. Do you actually have this being a game in which they route them under the circumstances? I, I, I'm going to give my score 3 0 Chelsea. That's I, fair. I think. I think that's kind of a routing, right? It just depends how the game goes. Oh, yeah. If they're under pressure a lot and they end up with a clean sheet, then it's different. But I think they'll be in control. I just, I just, I don't know much about this Luton Town team. I just know the semantics, the things surrounding their their being up here, the stadium in disarray, not really bringing in anybody of note to really help them stay afloat in the Premier League. It's just not a good combination. So I think Chelsea. Being the games at home, if this was at Luton Town, I might be singing a different tune, but home game, new manager, bad loss last week. You have to, have to uh, produce here. And like I said, a one nothing is not good enough. You got you to gotta make a statement at home that last week at West Ham going down to 10 men, West Ham going out to 10 men and losing to them. Mm-hmm. You got to prove that was a fluke. Yeah, 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 100%. Uh, I don't question it. I really like the 3-0. I'm going 2-0 because I just don't think that attack, yes, they're going to get the possession. They they should at least get the possession, for crying out loud. Um, You know, they have some injuries, so you'll hear the Chelsea fans bitch about that a little bit. Um, But I still think they'll prevail, clearly. It has to be. It has to be more than one. They cannot score. Should they score, we have some really big issues and question marks. Uh, and yeah, two nil because I don't think they're going to be as attacking or as finish as clinical as as a three nil victory. At least I'm not hoping so. Yeah, well, it should be interesting though. Hopefully, it's um decent game, but we'll see. I'm really looking at these uh, weekend games more, the Saturday mm-hmm. Sunday games. Yeah, and we'll start there because we have Burnmouth at home against Tottenham Hotspur. Big Ange, the the new great manager, Ange Ball, baby. Everybody's psyched up. Everybody's doing backflips. We have uh, our, some of our favorite Tottenham personalities online really psyched up, calling Destiny Udagi the next great left back. He'll oh, be God. a top th- three left back, and th- they're hyped. I mean, the stuff coming out of their mouth. One more win. I, I think they might be saying that, uh, you know, I think they might be saying Basuma's the new fucking uh, Iniesta or something. <laughs> or Javi, whatever. <laughs> So I'm really worried about that. I think this will be a tight game. I think Burnmouth is – I think their business was decent for for um, where they are. Um, I wonder if Tyler Adams will play. I think that's a good move for them. Um, but, yeah, I, I liked how they looked at Liverpool. It ended up 3-1, but they played a very good beginning of that game, and that was at Anfield. So I think Burnmouth's going to be a sneaky, decent team. I picked them to be relegated, and I regret that because what I'm seeing looks decent. Looks decent. Um I think this will be a tough game that the fans will be up for it. No James Madison is the, is the word. I think that plays a key, key factor. I think what they're doing right now, I think Madison's a big key in their first two wins or win and draw um, their first four points, I should say. You're not going to do it, are you? <clears throat> I, I don't know. I don't know what to do You're here. Do I, I want to hear what you have to say. I mean, You're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. What's what's it? Pick want me to do it? Win? You know what it is. Yeah. You know what it is. Don't do that. You know what it is. Do it. I'm going to do it. Go ahead. Go ahead, big boy. I'll do it. I got a 2-2 draw. (laughs) Yeah, I was thinking similar. (laughs) I I could see a 1-1 draw because with no Madison, I told you, I told you um, that front line, nobody on that front line I trust at all, at all. So 
I could see it being very low scoring. Yeah, um, one one sloppy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so you're you're locking that in. Yeah, I'm locking that in. I'm not bullshitting you. I'm going through two draw. I've been thinking about this a little bit. I think you're on to something with with Bournemouth showing up and really thinking that they can kind of take it to them. I also and we've talked about this, right? The openness, how just flat out butt cheek spread they are with their attacking, and by them, Spurs. <clears throat> Uh, at least from what we've seen this year. And Big Ange Ball has to come to reality at some point. And I think it might come in a light dosage, which means it's not necessarily a loss. Reality dose can come to you in a draw. And I think they get a 2-2 draw out of this. And, yeah, I think we're still going to have a lot of those Spurs fans just croaked up. They're on to something, which... Or if they're croaked up over a draw, that's pathetic. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, to start off, here's the funny thing. Brentford away and, and Bournemouth away is different. Let's, it is. Let's be serious. Yeah, it is. But but I'm asking myself, and I don't want to do the research because I don't want my Google search to come up with this, but like the last few three-game starts to the season that Tottenham have had, and if this is something that can really be a good start to them in most recent years, I'm telling you now, we're about to get shades of – United fans thinking they are fully back because the juice is going to be all there. You're going to press Levy to Levy to get something done. And we're going to have to remind them of how the judicial court works in the Southern district of New York, <laughs> because uh, <laughs> they have a particular owner that's found himself in a particular situation. So the reality is coming in multiple forms for this club. Um, despite the good start, should it be after three games? Early kickoff, too. Early Saturday kickoffs. We always note, we always note that this, these could be tricky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> fuck it. 2-1 Burnmouth. Hey. Let's go. <laughs> there it is. I think that's the first official underdog pickup right there. Safe to say. Um, could be. And that's big. That's big. That's if a Madison big was there, I'd be pay- picking different. But I think Madison's not playing. I think they'd be smart to not play him. He does have an MCL strain. No need to risk it. You got to try to you, all this good, all this good, all this hype. You got to feel confident, even if it's Burnmouth. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, early one to kick it off, and then we got a few uh, 3 p.m. UK time, UK time games, um, and 10 a.m. Eastern U.S. time games. We'll start off with Arsenal against Fulham. I think this should be an easy one. Um, I said it loud last podcast. Our first two games weren't the prettiest. We got the results. This one, I'm expecting the the, the fluid, pretty ball to return. Yeah, definitely expecting that. Fulham losing Mitrovic. Uh, he, he played good against us in the games last year against Fulham. Losing him, they're going to have to find a focal point going forward. They're not going to figure that out right away. They have... Um, They've had a you know rough start in their first two games, and they're coming to the Emirates. I'm expecting the Emirates to be rocking, ready for that 3 p.m. kickoff UK time. So, you know, I'm just expecting business to be done. Um, I want a clean sheet. That's the most important thing for me. Sure and I'm pretty sure we can play good football. Tim Ream out, their starting center back. That is key because of a red card. American. Um, American. Salute to the American. Bald eagles flying around my house right now. Bald eagles, um, but yeah, I'm expecting pretty football. You see this any other way? 
No, God, no, absolutely not. In fact, I'll give you a nice little fun fact for you the weekend. Arsenal have never lost a home league game against Fulham, winning 24 and drawing six of their last 30 matchups. It's the one. It's the most one team has faced another at home without ever losing in English league history. Good stat. Look at the stat guy. My lord, <laughs> this is yeah. a one hundred percent Arsenal dousing. And uh, did you pick yet? Did you pick your score? Did you give your score yet? Four nothing Arsenal, and I'm gonna pick a goal score. Um, Martinelli, no goals so far. He's gonna get one this weekend. He's due. Good night. Really, no. I did pick him one of these weeks. Okay, Martinelli for you. Arsenal winning 4-0 against Fulham. Um, defensively, do you have a concern about dropping anything to them? Anything? No, no, no. No, no. I think Gabriel slot back in since Zinchenko's back. We're not going to invert from both sides, so the Partey right back doesn't make sense. Yeah, so yeah. for our fantasy team's sake, I'm hoping Gabriel's in. Um, I, I believe it would be that. I'll be shocked. I might have to do a, a live reaction if it's uh, if it's anything else because Zinchenko is back in full training. He was back in training last week, and um, so Zinni starts. Zinni starts hundred percent. Who, who are Tommy you? Tommy out too. Remember red card. So hundred percent Zinni. Howard Webb hasn't called yet. He hasn't. No that apologies. Son of a bitch. He said that fuck son of a bitch. bitch. Fucking hell. So so Zinni Saliba Gabriel. <sighs> Going three now. Yeah, Arsenal. I think I think with Mitch, no Mitrovic, that attack is going to be lost. We're yeah. going to dominate the ball. Do they have Do they have the the real counter attack to make us pay? I don't really see it. Um, <laughs> I, don't. I, I don't see it. So, yeah, I think a clean sheet is in the books. Good news. A uh, couple couple bits from the Arsenal side. Gabriel Jesus back in training. That's great news. Hopefully, if he doesn't hey, start you. against United. Hopefully he'll get a cameo. So that's great news. The Good whole night. Arsenal fan base that was panicking, that did not read properly what the surgery was, and decided to panic and use it as something against the owners or Edu or that oh, we had did not bring a striker. Right. You know, they, they, this Arsenal fan base is really really annoying. Panic mode always. He's going to be out for a long time. He's 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 maybe missing two games, three. Yeah. And, and and if you actually read, that was going to be what it was the whole time. Yeah, it was not a it was not a open knee surgery. It was a cleanup of scar tissue. Love it. And they said he'll be out about three weeks. And here we are, back in full training. Enough with the panicking, Arsenal fans. Pathetic, pathetic. You want to you want to throw around the big club thing? Start acting like it from a fan base as well. If you don't like that we haven't won in twenty years, bye, bye. Yeah. Go do something else with your time. The constant negativity is just honestly draining. Yeah. Uh, I I love to hear Gabby come back. Good for him. Uh, any player, good for them to come back. But specifically Gabby. I root for Gabby. No matter where he goes, I will always root for Gabby. And uh, shout out to him. Uh, good, to, good to have him back on the pitch. I did see the pictures. Anytime you have a, a player like that be able to kind of come back, there should be some comfort in the fans and knowing it is what exactly what they said it was. So th- no fraudulence in the club, no uh, uh, ambiguity or misconception about what the circumstances are. Um, so uh, I'm trusting in you and you're saying that. I don't know anything about it, but that's good. That That's really good. Good positive feedback. Fans should look into that and, and 
kind of be reinforced about their appreciation on the honesty and the transparency and the calmness to not have to go out there and go do something rash um, and action speak louder than words, right? If you guys were trying to go get a deal done for Tony, even though he's not coming until January, I'd be another thing, right? Because, and then all of a sudden he twerks for you on television and now we're having a conversation, right? So it's, it's those things where your club stayed calm, steady, everything was fine. And it was what it was. So good, for, yeah, good for him. Uh, so you're saying possible cameo this weekend? I don't. I actually think he won't be on the bench this weekend. Yeah. I think from past experience, back in full training, I think he'll have a hard training session. He'll probably train to warm up. Yeah. I think he'll probably do the the cool down after the game. Um, and I think we'll see him on the bench for United. That's the that's the way I'm predicting it. You don't you don't want him to to. Yeah. Listen, this should be this should be an, this should be an easy one. Let's be real. No disrespect to Fulham, but there's no need to rush him in here. Mm-hmm. If he is on the bench, I expect no more than ten minutes. Ten minute, ten yeah. minute cameo just to just to get him some game time. But I think it'll be United. We'll see him back. He he hit the ground running last year. He's the type of guy where he could be injured. He was injured for three months last year. His first game, he came back. He he looked like he wasn't injured at all. He's he's one of those guys where he doesn't need time to warm up. Doesn't yeah. need like he just once he's on the pitch, it's Gabriel Jesus. You know he he doesn't he doesn't need that slow build up to to game time. If they know he's fit, ready, boom, he'll be in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, you know, to that, you know, you, you picked the goal scorer Martinelli. You know, I I think we both have we're both predicting high high goals here. I'm going with a goal by your captain, Odie. Come on, new season back to back, new season, a penalty Please. possibly. I think well, he, we know he gets them now. We know he's he gets a good penalty them. kicker. Dude, I'm not he's mad at that. He's, clean. he's clean. Yeah, he's clean as shit. He's clean as shit. He's getting him one. And uh, yeah, let's start new, Odie. Let's have a good season together, Odie. Someone I can come back to and rely on. Do well against everyone minus two games a season, and maybe in the Champions League I might see you later on. But do well and kill it as long as I pick you as a goal scorer because you can you you hit buckets there's been shots outside the box this year that you could have hit honestly so yeah yeah he's getting I, close. I he's gonna hit a banger this season from outside the box he, it's, it's 100 percent. yeah he's he's got a foot on him so yeah Odie, give me a goal all right we got we both got one right this was our both our first martinelli and odegaard okay cool let's move on to the ppt stinker of the weekend <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Everton at home against Wolves. Now, you might be watching this with a certain eye due to a certain transfer bid that was taking place a couple days ago. But it's still a shit game. It's still a shit game. Everton <laughs> looks so, so bad. So bad. Um, they, they, You picked them to be, be relegated, right? I didn't have sure them. Did. That's looking sure good. Did. That's looking good. Because, yeah, they look terrible. They're at home. I'm expecting some riled up fans. They have to be pissed off. Another bad start to the season. Things are going south. Nothing being done in the transfer window, really. They brought in Dan Juma, who's hurt and who also <laughs> was in your locker room and then got hijacked by Tottenham. You don't get hijacked by Tottenham. These are not cold-hearted killers who kidnap people. He willingly walked into Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. This wasn't a, this wasn't a kidnap and throw him in the trunk. This was, hey, you want to get in my car, little boy? We got candy. 
<laughs> that's all it was. So, so that was your only move, really. I think um, they, did, they did something else. Ashley fucking Young. Yeah, say, that's no, say no more. Let's move uh, on from that as well, because that's a nothing burger. This is going to be a shit game. Recently? What's that? I thought they brought in someone from the Premiership. They might have, but it's, it's gonna be. It is gonna be a shit game. It's gonna be a terrible game. Terrible game. Is this where Wolves pick up their first points? Probably should have got some at United, but got slapped last week at Brighton. Still played some decent ball in points. Just couldn't defend. This is so hard to pick for me. I really don't know what to do. Um, what are you feeling about this game? Speak on uh, Matthias Nunez, and then um, tell me how you're feeling about this game. This the, the PPT stinker of the weekend. It is 100% the stinker of the weekend. It is going to be an abysmal showing, an abysmal display of negative dark arts football for one club and another club that struggles to be able to look competent in the final third. It's just going to be an absolute shit, shit, shit looking game. Back and forth, ping pong like it's a fucking board. It's, 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 it's going to be boring. It's going to be boring and... If I'm wrong on this, hey, it's because there's some creativity finished with the finishing on Wolves. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't. I don't really rate it. I'm gonna just gonna go ahead and give it to you right now. It's gonna be a one-one draw, and it's gonna be disgusting. It's just gonna be disgusting. It's not yeah. gonna be moments and flashes for Wolves. What I what I will say to a guy who. Brian, I put out a shit video the other night in which it was four players that I highlighted. Four fucking players. YouTube.com slash Premier Pep Did you put it up? Because I, I searched it on I think I, you said on the podcast. Yeah. And I don't think I saw it. I took it. I think I ended up taking it down. Okay. Did you put audio, it back out? Well, I'm going to fix it. I'm going to fix okay, it and okay. put it back out. Four okay. players in particular. This was two nights before we get linked to Matthias Nunez. And I don't want to talk too much City right now because it's not really much to talk about. Well, you know, light stuff, kind of similar to what Arsenal are going to be doing. But I I really hided, you know, Danny Omo. We we're getting some major love on Danny Omo. Of course, coming back for the Paquete situation, kind of understanding what that, what that was. I was always flirting, always flirting with Florian Wirtz. Always flirting with Florian Wirtz. I watched him play this weekend for uh, Leverkusen. Yeah, good player. Well, I, I like Leverkusen. Um, well, I was watching Xhaka, my 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 former mm-hmm. uh, gunner, and um, do you miss him? They play some nice football. Nah, not yet, not yet. Oh, yeah. His times at Arsenal were more bad than good. I just think I will support him. I will support him in the Bundes. Yeah, yeah, in the Bundes. In the Bundes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Everyone was rating, you know, Danny Omo, Florian Wirtz, you know, p- potential back to Paqueta after, you know, the betting scandal. And I, I said, there are two things I think we need to keep in mind. You know, what we do with James McAtee. I, I think James McAtee is going to be a huge part. Who's a young, great talent. I hope we can get something done with keeping him there and letting him be that next um, you know, Salford Silva. Come on in and, and, and slide in and do what we got to do. And And then I noted, not because of what I'm doing recency biased, but because of what you've what I've seen personally from Wolves when they were mini Portugal under uh, uh, Juan Espirito Santo and, and some of the other Portuguese managers that they've had. If you look at what they've done, there's some player there. There are some players there that can really ball, that can really do their thing. And one of the players I highlighted was literally Matthias Nunes, a player who... If you just watch the game, 
Just watch the game. And the reason I got to, I, I just, I'm not trying to toot my horn here, but I don't watch soccer. I, I don't know the the tactics like like other people. I watch Pep. I don't know the new age shit, but traditionally, I can't speak intelligently to what you're trying to do from a four three three in comparison to a four four two. You know, like I I I'm not I understand, and also the different dynamics, the difference two CDMs, double pivot, what you're trying to do. I understand all that kind of stuff, but I can't tell you flex offenses like like I like like I can with basketball. And and so when I was a recruiter, I took a lot of pride in being able to say that I was able to sign a Juco All-American. Shout out Jerome Davis if you're listening out there. You know, I I, I have a, an appreciation for knowing I got at least two in my belt. Shout out Derek Fry out there. So these are players that I saw that I I, I looked at their talent and I, I got to toot my horn. I, I saw talent in basketball. In this sport, when I see it, I don't know more than the common Joe, at least I don't think so. But when I see Wolves, I got to be honest, I see a player in Matthias Nunez. I've always seen a player there. Their shit. You were saying it last season as well. The guys. It's not just recent. The guy's got a body. The guy's got a mind. Now, you guys were linked to him from from sporting as well, right? Yes. this This isn't like out of the blue. But but Liverpool were also linked to him. Yes, they were. He, he was linked to a couple players coming out of sporting. And you're absolutely right. This isn't coming out of the blue with him. Pep has come out and said he's really, really talented. You know, I think this was coming against playing them in the Champions League, uh, sporting when he was with Sporting Lisbon. So a, a great player there. This is get, coming off a game where he got a red card. In uh, in in uh, at a time because he was just talking shit and frustrated, clown, so, clownish, clownish. Clown behavior. Pep's, clown behavior. Pep's got to Pep's got to pull him aside. And say, you know hey, that shit ain't happening here, buddy. It's not. That's that's exactly right. Similar to what we would have to do with but get the dancing type shit. So you know, you're not gonna have Holland learn, choreograph a dance with him. No, I'm Why telling not? you right That'd now. That'd be funny. It would be funny, but I'd be so pissed. I'd be like, nah, I can't handle this. I'm too old school. Like, yeah, it's it's it it's be, corny. It's, it's corny. corny as shit. It's corny as shit. Do that at the after like winning the league or they something. All did the pigeon dance against Brazil, and then Croatia said, "Hey, hey, hey, you little birds." Yeah, <laughs> we shoot them down around here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I think he's a player. He's a stud duck. Uh, he he's going to be picked up. Um, you've noted th- the first offer. You sniffed out absolute reject a low ball offer pretty I mean, around 50 million euros so about 45 million pound i think they played 40 million pounds so really not getting much on top of what they did yeah so whatever. i need start, I need start low build it up yeah i need that when i send it to you immediately i send it to a few others but when i send it to you immediately i need that immediate anti-city logical look at the evaluation because I need to understand if I'm getting myself hyped up for something or if like we're going to end up like I and I think a deal could be done. And please go ahead with the number. I was just going to say our text messages indicate that, but go ahead. I think they asked for for 80. Yeah. And you you settle around 65 plus add-ons in about maybe a day before the window closes. Yeah. Really? You think it's going to be that long? It'll drag out. What I haven't, what I'm curious about is, have you seen what Wolves want? Like, that's just a price I'm throwing out in my head, what they would ask for. Um, have you? Has it been reported? Because I honestly I haven't seen it. What I've seen is that they have rejected the offer, but they are not far in evaluation. And they are open, their willingness to have a, another conversation is being noted. That's okay. what I saw. Um, so I maybe did... they're asking for a 70. That would, that would seem not far. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I think the 70 could be could be the number. And at this point, I, I'm honestly not mad about it because 
one, we've been linked to him before. I'm seeing people say dumb shit like knee-jerk reaction. That's just wild to me. Like, we do not, one, we do not do that. But two, you have to understand, we just lost the greatest midfielder on the planet right now for a sustainable amount of time. We have to be no. proactive in situations. You lost to- another great midfielder, too, in Gundogan. And Gundogan, exactly. Yeah, and, and I hate that you... Who's keep- not liking La Liga. Did you see that report? <laughs> yeah, <I did. laughs> About how he hates the time-wasting fouls, deception of the referees, simulations and provocations in La Liga in the first two matches. Yeah, he's a future manager. Yeah. Ilkay, and I'm not bullshitting you, Ilkay's a future manager. He's listening to Javi right there. That's all Javi. He's he's parroting what Javi's saying. And I'm not saying that Ilkay's, you know, do, you know just a parody. <clears throat> You know, but what I will say is Barcelona have been known to bitch like like a like a beautiful, beautiful Puerto Rican women. Shout out to all my bodyguards out there. But I've got to be completely honest with you. They are ragging and complaining nonstop since week one. Papa, it's we're not even in the third week. La Liga, chill, 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 calm down, like play games, win some games. Champions act like champions. Relax, calma over there, tranquilo, por favor. So yeah, it's 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 big it's it's big losses for City. We got to be proactive. I don't think it's knee jerk reactions. Wolves suck. Fuck this Everton Wolves game. One one draw for me. <laughs> All right. Yeah, um, I was for me it was either one one or a one zero win for a team. Uh, um, I don't know. You're taking a Everton. Vote. Don't get a point here. When are they getting points? Like seriously, like Luton at not. home? Yeah. I'm mad that you asked me that question. One nothing Wolves. I feel obligated to look at their schedule. Yeah, one nothing Wolves at away. Wow. Nice. Yeah, they played good. They de- they deserve some points here. More than just one. Okay. They got so, robbed by United. They did. They did. You're right. You're right. They have been playing good ball. I agree with you there. Quick question on Dice. We'll put the prop that later. Is Dice to see in January? I, I don't think so because I don't think I think that team. You look at that roster; it's it's terrible. It's a you terrible roster. You're two weeks in. You're saying no. Yeah, yeah. they're going to have to do something, and the manager is going to be the one to take the fall because yeah. they're not going to dip in their pockets and make a big transfer. They're just not. They're not. So, uh, yeah, he'll be gone by January. They're Absolutely, be looking for a Dice to replace Dice. They're going to say thank you for keeping us up last year, but have a nice day. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going against that. I got to agree. <laughs> I can see it. 100%. 100%. All right. Let's go to the next game here. Um, Brentford against Crystal Palace. Decent game. Brentford at home. Surprisingly, they played very, very well without Ivan Tony. So mm-hmm. that's good for them. Palace, um, they just don't have a lot up forward. We highlighted that last game. They'll be on the road here. These two teams always play a tough game. London Derby. I don't know how to go with this one. I think I think I got to ride with Brentford. I'm just always impressed by them. No matter what happens, they seem to just continue, keep on. Ivan Tony's betting, lose them for six months, keep on, keep on going. Just, uh, yeah, Thomas Frank's a good manager. So I would take them here. I think it will be a good game, though. Um, 2-1 Brentford. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be a good game. Uh, I think Crystal Palace are going to be able to kind of be able to get at them. Um, I do see Crystal Palace scoring. I have to agree. I think Brentford are really going to – they're putting something together. 
with with the connection of Mbou. As they watch. Yeah, I'm. I'm. Latest things I'm seeing is no. Latest things I'm seeing is, as he apparently his camp really wanted to know immediately, what's up on the links, yeah. how how serious is the interest, and it was at that point Crystal Palace came back and were like, a minimum of seventy, and City are not in a situation where we're going to overpay for a temper for a not, not a temporary solution, but a solution to where it fix it fix fits us now but puts us in a predicament in january yeah. or even a, in a uh, predicament at the end of the year so he's good but that's he's they're asking for too much from what i've seen yeah bold bold on them which makes sense because you're crystal palace but um it's bold but it but is it i mean it's the end of the window you, you really have to come with good money if you're gonna get rid of a guy like Eze, who's literally him and elise are the focal points of the team you don't have one of them what are you really doing this season like really yeah so to, to that, I say you, you would have to be comfortable with as that contract goes, which I can't speak intelligently to his contract, but the number goes down. Essentially, the market has been indicated. We've outed you now. We are no, we are, the world is no longer in, in, in quiet cloud judgment. We now understand 70 is a ticket. Now I know the contract. Now you've essentially put yourself and you've outed it. So cool. If you want to state it that way, that's fine. I have no problem with that. We're not going to rush into it. And if anyone else wants to do it, they would have already done it by now. Or we would have known that number. So if you are comfortable with holding on to them and building off of it, please do. And because of that, 3-1 Brentford, you fucks. (laughs) So his contract is ending in 2025. So... And and he he's not he's not those like young young dude. I thought he was a little bit younger, but he's tw- he's twenty five. So um, it, it might be a good time to sell, honestly, knowing that information, because I doubt he re ups when he turns twenty six. Um, that's a good age still though. Twenty five, twenty six is still good. Oh, he can ball. Yeah, 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 yeah you're, you're getting you're getting a, a good age, a good age player. You should get something three, four, five years truly of sustainable, good quality ball. What you would know? you pay for him? He'll be he'll be a year left in his contract this summer. Fifty five, and that's my max. Yeah, and in the summer you probably get thirty five. Yeah, with a I'm year just, left, I I just can't see you getting more than that. No, and I don't know anything about release contracts, and I don't need to know anything about release contracts. Ultimately, you have an English player that hasn't been called up and hasn't had an opportunity. He and was called up. Just correct you. Just recently, this summer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good for him. First call I, up. First call up. I'm happy for him then. Absolutely. Congratulations. So my apologies. I'm mistaken. And I hope you do something with it. I hope well, maybe that means in the Euros, we'll see something. And then maybe if that's what you're banking on Crystal Palace with that information on the flip side, if I'm playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Money maybe goes up. Still get the same. Yeah. Money goes up if 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 he does well in the Euros. Right. But you're you've said it now. 70. Now we know. I don't see that number going higher with with or no. I definitively am saying it's getting lower unless something changes. Hundred percent agreed. Agreed. Um, all right, another team that has to handle business: Man United at home against Nottingham Forest. Interesting one. Interesting one. I thought this game was at Nottingham. I said on the last podcast. Sucks. Um, it's not. It's at Old Trafford. A lot of news uh, for both teams, kind of. Um, just reported that Andre Santos from Chelsea is going there on loan. I think that's a good move for Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. And a good move for Andre Santos as well. Looked good in the preseason for Chelsea. Man United, Mason Mount out 
at least two games, potentially four to six weeks as they're still evaluating. Luke Shaw also out the next few games for sure, but they're trying to figure out if it's going to be a couple weeks thing or a couple months. I think if it's a couple months, they will dip into the transfer market. They have Malasia out. Um, not a lot of fullback depth right now for them. Juan yeah. Bisaka, Diego Delo. So, yeah, we'll see about that. But what do you think about this game? Man United have been incredibly poor, in my opinion, in both games, getting a undeserved win in the first one and then losing 2 nothing at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Yep. So what are your thoughts on this game? I mean, it's very interesting. I don't think Nottingham Forest are a slouch um, at all this season. I think they'll be decent, but they're not as good away from home as they are at home. So, Brian, United have put themselves in a little bit of a predicament of now we're really kind of being tense, what, 60, 70 minutes before a game starts when we start to see the official lineup. We've now reached a point into the season where we're looking at this lineup and we're immediately having some understanding of what the fuck's going on. And now we get even more questions going into a game that you would think is pretty standard for them to win. Yeah, the, the lineup, my, my eye is going to be on that lineup because what are they going to do? They have some injuries now. So they, now, now Ten Hag is forced to shake things up, right? Even if he wanted to be stubborn, he can't anymore. Yep. He's forced to probably play McTominay. He's forced to probably play um, going three back. D- Dalo at left back. I think or, or that. Back. Yeah, or or maybe Lissandro at left back. Uh, Lindelof at at uh, left sided center back. That kind of thing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if he'll go three back. I, I don't think that'll happen. But yeah, it'll be an interesting setup. Will Marcus Rashford end up on the left wing? Was very, very vexed last week playing yeah. striker. Did not look happy at all. Bitching, complaining. It was really annoying, actually. And um, Jaden Sancho, false nine. They did it all preseason. So are they going to go try that? I, I don't know. I think I think Man United, even if they play a bad game at Old Trafford, they're going to get it. They're going to get a call in their favor, which is going to yeah. at least put a, a point on the board for them. A goal on the board for them. Um, I think it'll be close. I, I, I think it's going to be another game where we're, we're leaving this game going. Man United, you have a week left in the window. What are you doing, Glazers? What's going to be the Glazer panic buy of the window? We'll, we'll be discussing that. Which, what is it going to be? Who are you looking at? Who are you going to panic buy to fix these first ugly three games? It's been a pattern every year with United. Start the season off sloppy, panic buy. Five-year contract, Casemiro. Yep. Start the season off sloppy. Panic by we're bringing in uh, whoever and we're bringing back Ronaldo because City want him, you know that's 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 the trend that's the trend. So, um, with that said, I think two to one Manchester United. It's a safe bet. It's at home. It's a safe bet to think that they'll be able to orchestrate at least two goal scoring opportunities against a Forest team that defensively I think still struggles. Offensively, I think it's amazing that they're going to be able to score at least two fucking goals because they're going to win this fucking game. They're going to win this game. The the flooding, <laughs> the flooding of circumstances are just too good, are about to get 
that much more. I thought you were going to say the flooding of, of O'Leary's DMs on Saturday. When no, 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 no. <laughs> we're going to have more and more questions. I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a, a, a real situation for some of those fans because I have a two to one win the forest. I have forest handling business. I have United getting themselves into panic mode. Oh, if this happens, sound the fucking alarm. Sound it because one because it's forest. it's going to be peak. Sound the alarm if it happens. Let it let it go off. It's going to be Love panic it. settings. I am loving loving the potential on this attack. I truly truly think that Chris Wood's going to show up. I think Anthony Chris Wood shout. I think Anthony is a goal scorer. You fucking. I think put, Anthony, your, put your money where your mouth is. Pick him as a goal scorer. All right, I'm not picking him as a goal scorer. I'm picking their. <laughs> uh, I'm picking Awanu to yeah, score. It's not bad. He, he's good. I can I'm see him him. bullying Lissandro. <laughs> Bro, I'm picking him. He could he's end up scoring. adopting Lissandro at the end of the game, like taking him home and putting him in a high chair and feeding him baby food. He's going to body him. Lindel, I think Lindelof score, uh, starts, so I don't I know. you were going to say Lindelof scores, and you're oh, going to no, take him. That. I was going to say, no, listen, take your medication before you do your next <laughs> podcast. Or you can hop on the next podcast. Take your medication. That's delirium. That's delirium. Uh, no, I, I, I do think Lindelof score, or starts. Fucking hell. Yeah. Uh, so it makes me think that because of that, you're not going to get the opportunity to have Lissandro and, and Big Boy. On, on a cross. Yeah. Hopefully but, it happens. Though. Oh, God. I, I pray for it. I pray for it. Either Anthony way, Alanga shows out on his former team. Brother, I have dreams. I have I dreams. Have dreams. <laughs> I have a dream. Martin Luther King settings, baby. I would love it. I would love it. Yes. Two to one forest. Let's go. That's my upset, baby. Yeah, we both got upsets. I got the Burnmouth upset. You got the Nottingham Forest upset. Let's see. If both come to fruition. I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'll, I'll lose the point. I'll sacrifice. Yep. Facts. I'll sacrifice Same. for 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 the for my haters or my <laughs> enemies to to drown. Whatever. That's right. That's right. We take those all day. We take those. Brighton against West Ham at 12:30. West Ham feeling themselves. Probably getting the kudos deal done. I think honestly they've had a decent window. James yeah. Ward-Prowse, Alvarez, um, bringing kudos. One more. They brought in one more player. Oh, my, my, um, I don't know how to say his name, but he played for Arsenal. We'll get a little sell-on money from that. Um, oh, Marva Panos. There it is. Sorry, tough one. But this one's at Brighton. Brighton's on a roll. That that stadium's going to be rocking. You, it has to be such an exciting time to be a Brighton fan. It's hard to look at that team and not admire what they're doing. Um, and just so many players that are good. Estupian, uh, Matoma, Sally March. Just players that you want to root for. So, um, I think it'll be a good game, though. Uh, like I said, with the money they got for Declan Rice, I think they've invested it well. I yeah. really do. You know, unlike some other teams who get money and don't do shit with it. So, um, I think it'll be a good game, tightly contested. What, what are you feeling about this game before I do my pick? I want to hear what you have to say. Brighton slapping. 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 Taste, taste of reality. Uh, I think Brighton are going to be able to really show some class. They're just getting into uh, – this is, in my humble opinion, one of the more dangerous teams that we've seen so far to start this season. And I think they're very dangerous in, in a multitude of ways because 
I'll be honest, I got that I got stuck in a fucking YouTube YouTube wormhole and I went down the the positional play of what Brighton do. And Deserby is an absolute fucking genius. They absolute fucking throttle your ass and just wait for you to come and, and press. And if you don't, they're gonna move it the way that they want. And the action is just suffocating. It's suffocating. They go square, they go triangle, they create it everywhere on the pitch. They let you think that they're backed into corners. They have timely offensive movement, which is just another crazy thing to me. The concept that they can look at Deserby on the sideline and get a call and they literally do it like a basketball fucking play. Like it's just crazy to see the growth of, of Brighton and and everything that I'm loving. I have a personal man crush and will go out of my way to text Brian anything fucking possible about Purvis Estupinon. This guy is a baller. I rave about him. He fulfills all of my left back dreams and fantasies. Speaking as a player that has, or a fan of a club that has never had a true left back since we've lost the likes of, oh shit, you're going to put me on the spot. Was Kolarov left back? I think he was. I know Zapoleta was right back. I can't think of the great last left back that we've had. Um, I'm going to have to get some like R&B music, like some love making music for when you start <laughs> talking about Estufian and I'll play Man. it in the background. <laughs> you, you, really get, you really get fucking giddy over there over him. He is a baller. I'm just so impressed with how he reads the game from the position that he plays and he doesn't like anything defensively. And the, the thing about it is, when I say he's such an attacking player, he attacks the situation in a when he's in defense as well. The guy does he's so aggressive but so timely. He's so smooth when pressure comes to him. When he does lose possession or possession is lost, the track back is second to none. I mean, I'm literally seeing shades of a young Kyle Walker just on the left side, except this guy can finish. This guy has like dribbling moves and like he just doesn't look stiff. He looks smoother. Like it's incredible how he plays the mind that he has. All right, all right, all right. Put your boner away. Let's calm down. So Brian are going to kill it. Brighton are going to kill it. Kill it. I'm I'm curious what scoreline you're going. Kill it. Sounds sounds vicious. Four to one. Four to one. Four to one. Yeah, okay. shellacking. Okay. Four to one. Um, yeah, adding to that goal differential if they get that score. That, yeah. that, would, be, that would be a big goal differential for them. They're legit. The I think West Ham will make it ugly. I got a lot of two ones this weekend. I'm going to do a – Shit, you do. I'm going to do a 2-0, Brian. I think it'll be a, a 2-0. I think they'll keep a clean sheet. I think West Ham – they had some nice goals last week. Three goals for West Ham. That's a lot for them. I think it'll even yeah. out this week. Yeah, and, it is. Uh, I think it'll be a 2-0. 2-0. Okay. No goal scorer no, for no, you. No, I know. I'm, I'm trying to pick, but I think, you know, Mbwemu has three goals. Sally Mars has three goals. Another, none of us are taking them. I'm, yeah. I'm keeping that in mind. I'm going to go through these other games. Might have to do a scramble at the end to pick the goal scorers. But let's a little Wissa, a little Wissa action. I like Wissa. I'm like I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. We'll see. Let's move on to this next game. Uh, I'll, it'll come to me once I once I get the name in my head. I'll shout it out. Burnley back again. Didn't have a game last week because they were at Luton, and Luton does not have a stadium that is Premier League standards. So yeah. that game was postponed. And Burnley this week will be back at home at the Turf Moor playing Aston Villa, who had a nice, nice weekend. I think this is a pretty exciting, I wouldn't say exciting, but it's a fun, it's a fun 9 a.m. game on Sunday. Um, 
should be good because that other 9 a.m. game was was stinker of the week candidate. I wouldn't put, I wasn't going to put it there because Man City they they play too good football to be the stinker of the week. But Sheffield, I'm just so down on them. I'm just oh. so down on what they've done. So I expect that to be a schlacking. You have um, a right to be. Yeah, yeah, I'm down on them. But Burnley Villa, I think, will be a fun little game. One of the better games of the weekend. If I'm power ranking them, it's a top five game of the weekend. You go ahead. You have a, you have a crush on Estupian and a crush on Burnley. So speak about your crushes, sir. You know, the Burnley crush is real. I see a bit of a struggle this weekend solely because, well, I was about to say Villa had some midweek action in which they looked good and Oli Watkins had a couple goals and they uh, looked great in, in qualifying uh, Europa games. So, uh, but Burnley looked good in a fucking friendly against United midweek too. Yes. So there's something to that. If, I don't if, know. Maybe O'Leary can tell us how that game looked. Three nothing Burnley in a closed door friendly. If somebody came up to you and said, hey, here we go. <laughs> give me a hundred bucks. I'll give you the footage from this game. Would you pay it? Oh, right <laughs> on the spot on a hundred dollars. I would, to watch I would pay a hundred. I'd get a bottle of whiskey and we would do oh. a watch along to it and oh. just have a fucking party. Cause yeah, that, that's, it's closed door friendly. I get it. But three, nothing. Yeah. You want some confirmation on players who started? Do you have the starting lineup? No, but I have a confirmation on a few players that started. Okay. Yeah. I do want to know that. McTominay. Okay. McChicken. <laughs> McDominate. We have a confirmation, one hundred percent confirmation that Onana's played. Okay. Did we have he, a did he punch anybody in the face? <laughs> we also have a confirmation that a certain Anthony played half the game. He's still couldn't score in a closed door friendly. Jesus Christ! That is the confirmations that I have as wow. of now. Wow. Okay. If, right. so, if someone offered me $200 just to know the starting lineup, I would love I to know. Hey, with you. Give me $200 for the stat sheets. Just the stat sheet. I, oh. need, I need the footage. It's like the Zapruder <laughs> film. We would do a breakdown of it like it was the Kennedy assassination. Oh, my um, gosh. But, yeah. So, Burnley, they look good against City. That was two weeks ago. So, um, they did that closed-door friendly to keep their, their fitness up and all that, keep their legs warm. I think it will be an interesting game. We'll really see what Villa are made of. Bad first week, good second week. Let's see some consistent play from that Unai Emery team. I don't know where to go. You go. This is this is your your adopted second team, Burnley. So you pick. Villa look really good, and I think just think they're a little bit too much for them. Um, I don't want to do it to them, and it's early on, and I know I'm pressing on the Burnley love here. You know, Villa with with the Oli action. At home, right for Burnley, I'm going two to two draw. I, I don't. Like I like a draw. I think that's a I'm good pick. Neutral. Actually. I'm playing neutral. You should actually be giving me a lot of shit right now for how much I rave Seven about. Seven place it. Burnley is going to get a Seven two to two place. draw at home. Come on, <laughs> two two draw at home. I know this is one of those to where if what I say is true and prediction wise, this is a game where we ask questions why they didn't get more. But uh, I'm standing firm on two two based on what I've seen. Damn it, I need the points. Fuck the prediction. <laughs> I think it's going to be a funky weekend. I really do. I think it's going to yeah? be one of those weekends where we go, hmm, didn't expect that. I expect our teams to handle our business. I don't see any funk in those games. But Top minerals, you heard? And this might be going against my season predictions because I had Villa in sixth, I believe. But 
we don't put points on that. We put points on this. This is this is where the money, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. This is where the money's made. I am going Burnley with the dub. I'm not convinced by Tyrone Mings as much as I make fun of him. He is kind of a captain back there for Villa. I'm not so much convinced on their defensive prowess, how they're going to be defending. And again, I liked what I saw from Burnley. Attacking-wise, good patterns of play. I think they'll get some goals here. They didn't get any against Man City. So let's get some goals, Burnley. I'm not picking another 2-1. I'm going 3-2 Burnley. Fun game. Fun game. And they get the dub. I, too, have dreams. I, too, have dreams. That would be incredible, and I would love it. Just uh, not convinced by their by Villa's defense. I think they'll they'll, well, they'll be a few. Away. I think there'll be a few. Yeah, he, he does set up well defensively, but he's still trying to figure things out. I know Pau Torres is in there. I'm not convinced. I I like good him, evening. but it's the Premier League. Good evening. Yeah. Good, good evening. evening. Good evening. <laughs> I think they'll give up. Some, I think they'll concede some goals here. I'm I'm going with a fun game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm watching that all day. 100%. 3-2. I even think 2-2 would be a good one, too. So, we'll see. Sheffield United at home against Manchester City. We talked a lot about your transfer business already. Anything you want to cover in this game? I think this is business as usual. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Let me go back. Musa Diaby, goal scorer. Sorry, sorry. Ooh, that's a nice pick. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I, too, am impressed. Yeah, I got to yeah, that's a solid pickup. Yeah, he, he plays clutch moments. The, the nervousness early on, if any jitters he's had to start the year, nothing in him. Guy can hoop. Yeah. I agree. Uh, yeah. No, man. Yeah, City are going to take care of business, and it's going to be um, a spanking. This is this is what I would say about this, and this is going to speak to, again, longevity, right? We're talking about long-term sustainability, what we're trying to do, trying to repeat ourselves as champions. Uh, City, the focus for me this weekend is going to be discipline. Discipline in the sense that we now know that Pep is not going to be there. Greatest manager of the world has hurt his back and carrying yeah. that title. So he's going to be Surgery. out for two weeks. Surgery. Uh, having it. Actually, I think if I'm not mistaken, has already done it, but he's good to go. Chilling, recuperating. Can we and- get Klopp? In a hospital bed. <laughs> in, I hear. In the booth putting his thumbs up. Will that happen? <laughs> it's funny you say that because I hear because everyone, if any, well, not everyone, but City fans know Juan Molima, which is our assistant who just recently came on. He was previously with us, so it's not like he's unfamiliar with the circumstances. Juan Mo's going to be able to handle the job, but Juan Mo's English is not very good. And so we're going to have to rely on other assistants to kind of relay those messages. I do have it, at least regards to, to the sources, with City Report and City Extra. Shout out to them. They do a tremendous job. They did say that my guy was going to be in contact with Juan Mo. So there is so maybe that Zoom call before game. Well, I'll tell you what. In the hospital bed. <laughs> it's funny. I love it. And part of what I'm about to say is a joke, but part of it is also true. At the end of the year, when we when we do the four P, maybe we'll get the video of it because it's going to be hilarious if there possibly. is a video of this shit. Yeah, yeah, possibly. Um, so discipline, though. All jokes aside, discipline. I want to see Kevin, our oldest player, out. Not going to be there. We're adding Doku. I'm sure he's not going to be immediately starting. The the head, the, the master Benchville? and head teacher. Bench? You think he'll be on the bench? Yeah, he's going to be on the bench, but I don't think he'll feature. 
Yeah, he's gonna be training. I, he's, he, he'll be good. He'll be good. He'll, he'll get in some warm ups and, and do play for Rens last last weekend. He did not. So Ooh. he's well, maybe he won't be on the bench. Yeah, he he didn't he we'll didn't see. play. Yeah, he didn't play. So, so that's just because he was sitting out. That like he knew that like the deal was done kind of thing. The manager was quoted at the end of the game like, "Why didn't you start Doku?" And he even said in French like, "Well, he was he was our best player, and he didn't play this week." I'll let you read of that what that is when he was asked about transfer rumors and all that. And it was obvious because City, the deal was pretty much done. We were like, yo, he's not playing this weekend. He's If he's going to be ours, don't do this. So that's why he didn't play. So I think he's good. I think he's ready to come in and try to get the training in. But I, in my humble opinion, no, that you cannot feature. or Unless we're that bad of a shellacking to him already, then you can kind of get your first minutes in. But I want discipline. I know that the head teacher isn't there. How do you act when the substitute teacher runs the class? Fucking handle it. Do the business. Don't show any drop-off. Don't let up a fucking goal. Just like Arsenal with Fulham, and the anticipation is that defensively, we are going to handle our shit. Gavardio, I still need to see the growth. I'm not fully sold on his ability to get things done. It is the final third tactically how he can be in a defensive position, maintaining no one behind him and no runs, but also providing that attack and passing for Jack. Jack needs to be unleashed a little bit, and I'm providing it on Joscow right now to learn that role. Jack is going to stay the, the constant, make the pep and the teacher happy because he's not going to do those crazy wild things like going in and just he keeps the constant ball and keep the pressure, keep it coming this way. We're overloading, and then we'll flip it over and then create the attack that way. Incoming Doku in a few weeks, that's what we're going to have. But right now, we need Joscow to unlock Jack a little bit. I need another Huli great moment. And I need Holland to show up a little bit more and get some activity and get himself another fucking goal. He's averaging a goal a game, so we're fine. I'm not upset about it. But I need to see the discipline with Pep being out of this next fucking game. So that's the focus for me. I'm going easy, easy. Calma, tranqui, 3-0 win. Handle your business, City. 5-0, Manchester City. Holy fuck. You got another goal scorer in here then. Holy shit. I mean, we're kind of suspect to pick as a goal scorer but anyway. I, mean, I never really fault anyone for not taking a City player. Uh, I mean, you still have two. Do you care if I, I cap mine I have off? One. Yeah, I have you one. still have one. You have two to go is what I meant. Um, no, no. I got care Odie, if I cap mine off? Oh, I forgot you picked the fucking uh, yeah. the forest guy. All right. <laughs> I'm closing it out with a Phil Foden. Phil Foden's going to score. I, love, I really was impressed by him last week. He'll get a goal. He'll be rewarded for his his running around all nonstop bossing the game last week with a nice goal. At this point, because I really like him so much and because I think he's going to have an opportunity to be able to speak directly to Juan Molima because he speaks Spanish, I think, I think Julian Alvarez is going to score. And basically yeah. I, was, I was fighting the urge to go with a city player but I'm actually going with my team rather than these Sunday games or the, the next Sunday game that we're going to obviously discuss. The big one of the weekend, the next one, probably the game of the weekend. Actually, definitely the game of the weekend. 100%. Newcastle at St. James Park against Liverpool. Absolute great game. We've had some really, really good games these first three weeks. This is a banger right here. You know, Newcastle at home. I was disappointed with them at the Etihad. Thought they could have went at you guys a little more. They didn't. It is what it is. They're back at their their home territory this weekend where they're very, very comfortable, where mm-hmm. they're dangerous, where they're scary. They are scary. What, I, I don't want to go to the Etihad. I still have nightmares about Old Trafford. We never win there. 
Anfield, but but after that, St. James is right there. Tough, tough place to go. Tough, tough place to go. Don't like going there, even though we got a win there last year. It doesn't change my view on that place. I think it's still a, it's a fortress, let's be real. They are tough to beat there. That stadium, all the fat, sweaty, unhealthy people with their shirts off are intimidating. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to this game. I really am. This is this is a good one. I know Newcastle won't do that pragmatic bullshit they did. They, they're going to do in away games this year. Um, yeah. They're going to come at Liverpool. Will Liverpool be up for it? Endo first game, Ooh. starting DM most likely. Is this really the first game? He has to. to. This is not a good first game for young Endo. We're demanding starts. starts from Liverpool from Endo. Must start. Must start, motherfucker. But seriously, who are they going to put there? They they can't roll out the McAllister at the six. Oh, God, no. At St. James. That's not going to work. Speaking of, the club got a a call for Howard. He'll be playing. He'll be playing. They got a call. They got a call. McAllister, red card rescinded. We did not get a call. Yes. Okay. Not happy about Funny. it, but it is Funny. what it is. Um, you know how the Premier League do. Funny business. But yeah, I mean, Endo coming from – where did he come from? I, I don't even know. Bundesliga. Uh, Bundesliga. Stuttgart. 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 But coming from that league and, you're, hey, you first start, young Endo, go there to St. James and deal with fucking Bruno Gomares. Joe Linton, who's going to throw some elbows and bully you all day, and Denali. And, and not only that, you're going to have Alexander Isak, Callum Wilson, Harvey Barnes, Al Moran running at you all game. This yeah. is a tough task. Will there be memes of Endo on, on Sunday? That's, that's my question for you. Is this man going to get memed because he's thrown into the wolves? He is. He is going to be thrown into the wolves. He is going to be thrown into the Wolves, but not the club Wolves because those are shit. He's going to be thrown into the Better Wolves. Better or worse than Caicedo's debut for Chelsea? Wow. It can't be worse. It can't be worse. Can't be? He's going to be down there for 60 minutes, sir. Caicedo only had 30. That's true. That's very, very true. Because, you know, again, we are of the predicament. This is a must start for this fuck. <laughs> he has to. He has to. You oh, can't no. do the McAllister six because it's going to be just as ugly. Clearly, clearly, clearly. And you almost even have to give him help. You almost have to go double pivot. But dare, dare I say Klopp adjust. Dare I. Dare I. Uh, clearly, he doesn't. Fuck off. So <laughs> I, I, I'm questioning the sustainability of Eddie Howe's job if he does You're not. You're really on Howe. If he does not perform not just get the win, but show what you've said. The 180 of what you deem is from the perspective of you didn't go at City. You know, if what your if what your statement is for that perspective is, Brian, you have to show a real aggressive approach against arguably one of the from the Liverpool perspective, defensively not one of their best teams. You know there are holes there. It's not even a question. It's definitely not one of the best teams. Yeah. Anybody who thinks Van Dyke is Van Dyke is is highly mistaken. It's like every week, every week he has a he has a blunder. Yeah, they'll they'll still tell you he's he's number one in the world right now. I, I, I've, I've heard it. Have. I've heard it. I'm not, I'm not doubting you. I just from me to you, my friend, we know, we know. You and I know what's going on. Oh, 100 percent falling off. 
Yeah, let me make sure I'm clear. He's not even the best Dutch defender. Hello, Nathan Ake. So I'm not even going to have a conversation with 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 what Virgil and, and even try to entertain the fact that they're not very good defensively. We all know that they are definitively. They're not very good defensively. The pressure is on Eddie to not only get this win, but show that you can put the pedal to the metal and really go at it. Go for the dub. The three points at home. Let the Gordies rock. Show me some bellies and get the dub. And I want to have a conversation about Mohamed Salah and the situation with yes. Liverpool. Because I'll, I'll tell you now, I want to get the game in. I want to get the picks. I want to get these points aside. But I really want to have a conversation because it's a cool segue into what's potentially at the end of the window and what could come about. Which obviously I don't think that's the case. But I think it's a premise we should at least entertain. Liverpool are going to lose this game, and we're going to ask ourselves, where are the defenders? And where is the next couple players that we need? Endo's going to have it rough, man. And he's not going to have that Concedo moment. He's not going to do the Moses Concedo. Will he be doing... uh... Spins like uh, he will get got. He will get like got. Lissandro at Anfield last year. Oh, he will get got. One hundred percent. He's gonna be absolutely. Dizzy. You know who's gonna get him right too? Your boy. I want to feel good with Tanali. Yeah, Tanali, bro. A tough midfield to go against. Bruno, Jolington. Yeah, Linton will bully his ass. Oh, I see it. I got Newcastle three to two. Yeah, I I feel the same way. I'm not picking the same scoreline, but everybody's on this Liverpool title race. They'll be back just because they're Liverpool. Man, that shit was years ago, years ago. That ain't it. They're not it anymore, and they needed to have a window. We said there was two teams this summer that needed to make statements in the window. Mm-hmm. One team did in Arsenal. Mm-hmm. One team didn't in Liverpool. Facts. And that's that's just my point of view. I don't even think it's debatable. For the fact that they haven't brought in a new center back is crazy. You know Kanate is going to get hurt again. The guy's always hurt. We knew Van Dyke's falling off. He started falling. He started sliding two seasons ago. Last yeah. year it got dire. Last year it got really bad where he was Not having mean moments, as I call them. No. Not Eric Dyer. Good, good, good point. But almost Eric Dyer, like, yeah, no, at, at some point. <laughs> um. <laughs> But yeah, I'm just I'm just not I, I, I picked them to get fourth. Liverpool yeah. do this thing where they'll have a crap season and they'll still somehow end up in fourth place. Uh-huh. So putting them fourth is not really saying they're gonna have a great season. Because I don't uh-huh. think they had a great season last year and they got fifth. They were mm-hmm. one game off getting fourth. So um yeah, I, I think Newcastle's gonna work them. They 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 put in a eh, pragmatic defend, let's try to get a draw on the Etihad. Yeah. They're gonna be off to the races this week. They're going to be on their front foot, and I just don't think I don't I don't. Maybe this Endo guy turns out well, but we know they wanted Casido. They know we know they wanted Lavia. We know they wanted Decore, but the the asking price was too high, and they settled for a twenty million dollar thirty year old from yeah. Stugat in the fucking Bundesliga. <laughs> so, yeah, I think yeah. this is a welcome to the Premier League moment for Endo, and uh, I got three one Newcastle. Wow, even wow, less less attacking. So you actually think wow. I think you'll get goals. There'll be one goal where it's just poor defending and it pretty much is Newcastle walking into the net. 
yeah. then, you know, Isak, <laughs> Callum Wilson, one of those guys will get a nice goal. And yeah. then I think they'll just they'll, – they'll be – they were a pressing machine at home against Villa. They were. Pressing yeah. machine. Liverpool don't have the legs anymore. They don't. They don't. A lot of those players who've been around for a while, they don't have the legs. Guys like Andre Robertson. Salah does a lot of the messy standing around, not tracking back, you know. He does a lot of that now, and I don't blame him. He's in he's in the later years of his career, so I don't blame him for that. That is on the board to get better defensive players. Yeah, no, no, no yeah, I, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I th- I think we know what the, what the issues are for Liverpool. I I know that I can comfortably say I don't think they lack the attacking. The, the issue is not attacking. No. I think maybe tactically, tactically, maybe there's questions. On, on on how they can do things attacking wise, but the players are there, the elements are there. They have the minerals to be able to perform attacking wise. We all know the issues with with midfield and and defense for them. And I think this is a potential game where it gets shown. Uh, yeah, three to one, three to two. We got we got a, a really this 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 and the Burnley Villa game can be really really good, man. This could be really two good games. I think those two are going to be the highlights of the weekend, other than United slapping Forest. Yeah, I I, I love this. Or I love Forest this. slapping United, which you predicted. Yeah, yeah, it be, it could be good. It could be good. <clears throat> did you pick a third? Um, I did. I have Odie Owinoe, and I'm going with Huli. Huli, that's right. That's right. Okay, perfect, perfect, and that'll close it out for the weekend. Next week, we're trying to get uh, our our Old Trafford. I own three stocks in Manchester United. <laughs> I monitor the stock market for the sale. Mr. Robert O'Leary as a, as a Man United will be coming to the Emirates next weekend. So we will try to have him on for That's a whole a, segment. It, it could be a it could be a, a, a eulogy for for Manchester United if they if Orlando's um, <laughs> does come to fruition. So we don't know we know we know what we're getting with O'Leary. He's he's mm-hmm. he's out of control. We know he'll be bringing that to the podcast, but yeah, who's he going to scapegoat? I don't see the fridge there. I don't see the hair there. So <laughs> that's that's the, the that's the question. Let's do a little bet on that. Who is O'Leary going to scapegoat for the beginning of this season? Can we do over under on words or phrases that are going to be said? No, because it's going to be in the millions, <laughs> and I can't count that high. <laughs> I predict. The scapegoat to be the Glazers. Yeah, that's that's an easy one. That's a good pick from you. I'm I'm going a little bit deeper. I'm going with um, he will be scapegoating the now injured Mason Mount. Oh, there it is. Even though he's not playing, he he it, it will be his fault because he didn't bring the team coffee in the morning. <laughs> I see it. I see it. <laughs> I see it. One hundred percent. That guy, he's got questions for his club. Everyone's got questions for their club. I have a question for you, Mohamed Salah. One hundred and fifty million. No, you can't he's accept gonna... it from Liverpool. Why? You just can't replace him. You need Champions League this year. Okay, so Salah's so the difference between fifth and sixth. Let's be real, or or fourth and seventh. He's that much of a difference maker. We have to give him his props. Mohamed Salah is a top ten right winger of Premier League history. He is one of the better players the league has seen. It's another player that gets to 
help prove Pep is better than Chelsea by Mohamed Salah failing at Chelsea and succeeding at Liverpool while Chelsea had Jose Mourinho. I rate Mohamed Salah. I think what he's done is incredible. I really like 150 million if I'm a penny-pinching billionaire that runs FSG. We'll see. Their their stance has been we are not selling, and I understand that sense. If there was a $150 million offer, they're considering it. I don't care what they say. He's not for sale. If that offer is on the table, they will consider it. Trust me. I just don't think Saudi's going to come in like that. I think they're going to get word from Salah's camp that this will be done next year. Yeah. Don't worry. He'll be here next year. The transfer fee will be cheaper for you, and you will have him next year. No worries. I think this is his last season for Liverpool. I think that's almost certain. Yeah. I I would not be surprised that that's how it goes, 100%. But what I would pose is that strictly from a business stance, if you're Liverpool, the money today, with particularly Mohamed Salah, should you not accept this offer, it is not meeting this next the price is going down. This hypothetical down, offer, right? Because they haven't actually offered Correct. this. Correct. Should the offer, should, should Liverpool. See, the problem is they're not even willing to listen. That's what they're saying to the media. Yeah. Maybe okay. they said Agreed. to them, hey, you have an offer. Show us. Show us the offer. Depending yeah. on what it is, maybe we'll consider it. And if it, if it is, let's say, $150 million, they will consider that. Trust me, yeah. it's not going to be an immediate shoot down. That's a lot of bread on the table. Will be one of the biggest transfer fees of all time. So and it'll be should, interesting. Should that happen, I am saying it, Liverpool are fools for not doing it. I am not discrediting Mohamed Salah. I know what he means to that club. And, under, and you are not wrong about the difference between fourth and fifth and sixth and seventh. Quite frankly, that's what the difference is. Fourth or fifth or fifth or sixth, not the difference between one and two. You take the 150 and you build like your Tony fucking Bloom and you go get you some players in places that you need. Because if we can agree. Last week of the window, though, I think if this came in earlier, it'd be a better discussion. Agree. Good discussion, but I think it'd be a more possible discussion like possible thing that'll happen yeah. scenario i yeah. just I it's, it's too, too late it's too late it's I, why didn't they come in with this earlier you know that's my question that's another the, thing the money it's not like saudi just it's not like saudi sold a bunch of players they don't need they have the fucking money so my question is why why wait to the end of the window to do this maybe they think they can really entice i mean that's the you're exactly right it's not good business it's not good faith you're trying to just come in here and just really kind of play like almost like a devil and just put put the 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 little bit of apple right there and say hey do you want it kind of thing like you're potentially fucking up a season i get it i truly get it all i'm just saying if i'm being proactive and i'm the team penny pinching billionaires that sit up there and run this shit club in the way that it's been. Cause everyone knows my hatred for this fucking club, but please let us just get it out there. You have attacking options. Luis Diaz is a baller. Godi Capco is really a winger or a front three. You can really put him up there. Muhammad. I'm, and again, this isn't me speaking. This guy thinks they could replace Muhammad a lot. You're not replacing the goals and the assist. 
which is why I'm concluding that all of this equates to nothing more but of a difference of fourth to fifth and fifth to sixth. If it was that big of a difference and your team was that good, it'd be one to two or one to three kind of thing. But it's not because the rest of your club is not in that shit situation. You got a manager who is stuck in his head in the way he does things and he won't adjust and 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 reassess how things are done playing too much with trent alexander arnold hell he might put right wing trent and let him whip balls in i don't know nunez just had an issue muhammad salah just came off the bench in this or came uh, uh, subbed off in like the 65th minute this past weekend was pretty pissed off about it we're all in situations where i think maybe that's why the conversation is being brought up now i don't know i'm just saying yes it's late why is it coming in now great question to ask but if an offer like that came in, which, yes, it hasn't, you got to do it. You got to do it because the it's not about Muhammad's law. It's not about getting fourth or fifth. It's about being first. And if you can get 150 now and be first in one to two years with the right trans. Now, that's the other thing. If you want to tell me it's not going to happen because they're fucking idiots, I'd say, OK, I agree. <laughs> I agree because they don't know what to do with money. Yeah. Um Years ago, they they did well with the Coutinho money, but you know that that board is not here anymore, so you don't know what they're going to do with it. But it's 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 all hypothetical at this point. I think next year I need to see the return on that on that Coutinho money. I think I hear that a lot, but I need to see the actual return. The actual return, yeah. I think I think next year they probably this is probably his last season with uh, Liverpool. That's that's my guesstimate at this point. Um. Next year it's seventy. Yeah, yeah, that's my guess. Is that next year he's 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 gone. He's off. I think they'll take the seventy, and you know if he's already agreeing with the the club, then he's probably going to push for the move in the summer of next year. Yeah. So, oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But that's it. Um, next week will be a busy one. We're going to try to get cool. O'Leary for the preview. Um, we got transfer window stuff. We got Champions League draws. Um, which will be interesting. There could be some very tasty pots um, next week. So, yeah, and then we'll recap this one. So should be a good week um, next week, and it should be a good weekend. Some exciting games. I'm really looking forward to the Liverpool-Newcastle one and a couple others for sure. So anything else? No, let's do it. Have a great weekend. Everyone be safe out there. Do your thing. Jeremy Doku. Welcome again, my boy, Emmerich Laporte. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. Goodbye. Enjoy the Saudi League. Saudi. Thank you for your service. Enjoy. 29 years old. Yeah. I mean, I don't get it. I don't know why other people didn't come in for him. I don't get I don't that. Think, I don't think we were okay That's with him for being 25 in the, million. Yeah. It's, it was there. It was there. Did we just say fuck off every, every team in England? I don't know. Like an Inter Milan, an AC Milan, somebody like that. Like, why didn't they come in? That's, a, that's an Italian price. You know, they love the, they love a good $25 million deal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But best of luck to him, to, to his wife. He just recently got married over the summer. So best wishes to him. Wish him nothing, nothing but good fortune and good stats. Get some goals. Do your thing out there. Enjoy the money. And, uh, yeah, thank you for your service, Amrick Laporte. Yeah, and that's it. PPT Podcast 72, episodes number 72 in the books. Uh, We're out, bitches. Peace. Peace.